Love this podcast? Support this show through the supporter feature from Acast. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hi and welcome to Why Did You Make Me Watch That with me, Holly Frew. And me, Ronan Warfield. Hi. Hey, how are you? We're recording this a little bit later than normal this week. So apologies for all our avid listeners. Yes, it was a, a, a mutual sickness, a mutually separate sickness, sicknesses that had us. Yeah, um, not recording. I, I, I got a, yeah, I got a vomiting bug from the kids and you had alcohol poisoning, I think was it? No? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, in fact, no. Why do you always say that I'm like either dying of alcohol or like hungoverness? And it's rarely that. Sometimes, yeah, but it's, like it's, rarely. It's it's like only it's only fifty percent that time, you know. So. Yeah, it could be opium. It could be, um, I don't know, uh, hypervitaminosis, which is now a thing because people are taking too many vitamins. You know. There you go. This this is the world we live in. Just endless possibilities of uh, illnesses. Um, But yeah, so how's your week been mental? Um, It's been mental work-wise. As I said, I wasn't feeling very well uh, for Mm. a good portion of last week and the weekend. Um, But uh, all over that now, thank God. uh, I heard something. Nasty dose. Yeah. Um, I heard something about... Uh, TV3 getting or the Virgin Media not TV3 anymore mm. um, but uh, what you call it get me out of the jungle I'm a celebrity get me out of here yes. Yes. Uh, yes that is coming back isn't it Ah, uh, yeah, sure. That's that's a, a a a cornerstone of the 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 Christmas calendar, I think, for the for Virgin Media and yeah, I don't ITV. think it's 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 ITV, yeah, uh, but um, it's set in that castle in Wales again, and that's just no fun. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. I just don't get the appeal. Like, it's clearly a castle with you know very little actual danger. Stuff. Yeah. You and know. they're just whereas in their if they're in the jungle they've got rain they've got extreme heat they've got all this sort of stuff in this castle they've got a bit of wind but they're still clearly you know quite safe it's, yeah yeah there's no kind of but then again like i think we kind of probably overhype their actual uh potential dangers in australia too because like it is yeah but you're right the the intense heat and the mugginess of that is like killer yeah but like that in terms be... of like they would be definitely like you know they would be safe enough in everything that they they do really but you know for I know they're relatively reasons. safe in Australia but yeah I know they're I know they're relatively safe in Australia but you know I just you'd like to imagine like, I mean, that when you look at <laughs> they're not yeah no but when you look at the Austra- the, the, the castle one like yeah. when they're doing all their trials and stuff, then you can clearly see that they're like they're not they're on a set like it's a set with fake rocks and everything like you can see oh, it like okay. it's obvious. Yeah, yeah. So they, they they've gone out of their way to sort of you know 
make the castle look more dangerous than it is, but it actually just makes it look a little faker. But anyway, I digress. Yeah, with the like borders um, and stuff open. Oh, but I guess Australia only opened them now. So Australia, yeah, not... yeah. They only opened them in and they the would last be weeks, so. they they would be probably working on this show for the last like two or three months, probably setting it up. Yeah, there. apparently when they were in Australia, they're they're setting up months in advance. Yeah. They're there since August, like yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. Fair enough. I guess that's fair. Mm. Yeah, that's fine. It is, it is fair. We'll, we'll let them away with it this year. Next year, I want to see jungle-based antics. I yeah. want to see kangaroo balls being eaten. Wow, you know. okay, yeah. <laughs> and I think as it's well, just, you know, the, what, yeah, what, what Australia has that's scary is just in abundance in comparison to like the UK and Ireland because like, mm. yeah, you yeah. know, oh, this little spider is like, no, it's the most dangerous spider ever. Yeah. This little tiny, uh, you know, water can, snake, little water snake that can wrap around your baby finger can also, you know, extend his jaws and eat you whole. You know, it's just <laughs> it's ridiculous. Like, you know. Yeah, fair enough. It's just everybody wants to kill you. It's great fun. In the end of the day, I'll probably watch it a little bit. Yeah, well, I'll have no choice, but, you know, yeah, just won't be as much fun as usual. Yeah. So what about you? What about your week? Yeah, lots of fun times. Um, Yeah, just kind of try to get some projects done, which is extremely Mm -hmm. not interesting. Uh, I've won pretty much 99% on, and then I've got another one I haven't started yet. Um, And then, yeah, just working away. And yeah, pretty much it. Hmm. Very good. Very good. Very dedicated student you are. Thank you. Yeah, um, no, uh, no tales of, oh, I'm not going to do that project. I'm going out in the rip because it's three euro points in Tramco. Oh, like, like, I mean, I did. Like every other shit does. I did do that. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Right. I'll go over the bank holiday and stuff. There was some drinking and awesome. all. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Well, well, you know, yeah, yeah. I'm a grown up. That's You're a student, you know. And I'm a grown-up and a student, yes. Um, but yeah, no, it's good. It's good times. Mm, okay, good. sure. Will we rock and roll on with our choices? We shall. We shall. What did um? I don't I think know. I'm I think, first this week. Yeah, I think I went first the last time. So you go for it this time. Mm. Right, so we're this is the last of our scary movies. We know we're a few days late for Halloween because of um, illness, but we're going to wrap it up nonetheless. Um, but these, I guess, are movies that are you can watch any time of the year, really. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, they're not particularly horror, yeah. scary films. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, I don't remember the choice, the other choice you gave me. Um, so I'm just going to say the one that I got. Yeah. And watched was The Dead Don't Die. Ah. So, yes, yes. Um, so this is a 2019 comedy horror uh, written and directed by Jim Jarmusch, who would be up to this point, in my in, in my estimation, like uh, uh, an indie filmmaker, very much yeah. indie. No studio films, no big blockbusters, nothing like that. 
very much a sort of a, a filmmaker's filmmaker, very arty kind of guy. Um, but because he's been in the industry for years, he's kind of a massive reputation for doing these very small budget indie films with very large casts of well-known people. And this is his very mates. much in that vein. <laughs> his mates, basically, yeah. So his primary mate being Bill Murray, who is the star of the um, Also stars Adam Driver, Chloe Savini, um, Steve Buscemi, Tilda Swinton, Tom Waits, Danny Glover, Caleb Landry-Jones, Rosie Perez, Iggy Pop at one point, Selena Gomez, on and on. Uh, the list goes, and the list does go on and on, in fact. Um, but yeah, so basically we're looking at a, a very much a stereotypical middle America town, which in fact is called Centerville. Um, so, and pretty much that, 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 that pretty much nails the whole uh, premise where everything is basically just a cliche of itself. Yeah. Uh, so the town, you know, even though the population and the science says 700 people, it has its own, you know, school, juvenile detention center, TV station, all this mad stuff that you wouldn't find in a small town like that. But it's all stereotyping this middle America town. Uh, through all the news reports and stuff, we find out that uh, some big energy company has been fracking in the North Pole and has thrown the Earth's access off. And this is causing all sorts of mad stuff to start happening um, daytime at night. Um, and of course, the dead rising from their graves. Um, so, because of this. Because of this, yeah, because of everything happening and only happens at night, of course. And, you know, the moon is covered in this purple haze to show off the eeriness of what's going on. Um, and yeah, that's pretty it's much super it's, deadpan. It's, it's it's super deadpan. It's like, it's actually, and that's not a pun on the word. It is, you know, very deadpan humor, incredibly like, you know, uh, yeah, yeah, deadpan's the best word for it. Like, but um, basically, Bill Murray and Adam Driver play two of the town's main sheriffs or cops. Um, and Chloe Savini plays the third. Uh, and all the other cast just fill out the town of stereotypes, essentially. Um, apart from Tilda Swinton, who is just a crazy person in it and has one of the craziest fucking stories I've ever seen in, in any film. But... Um, I was like, at the end of that, I was going, what? <laughs> For Tilda Swenson's one, anyway. Uh, so yeah, Iggy Pop is a zombie, uh, so no makeup necessary. Um, <laughs> uh, oh, Tom Waits Tom Waits pays this uh, crazy woodlands drifter who is essentially just there in the background narrating the film to himself. Um, and yeah, it's, it's like super deadpan. It's like very odd film. Not particularly funny. Yeah. Um, like it could have been a lot, it could have leaned into the funny a bit more. Um, but it's it's yeah, it's 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 more observational than anything in terms of the funny. And it did, it definitely didn't lean into the whole uh, genre that it was looked like it, it was starting to take the, the, the piss out of, like, you know. And it it it's very odd at times as well. It breaks the fourth wall a couple of times. Um and as I said, there's a point at the end, near the end, where it just goes off the rails. Um, so, yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. COVID. It's, just, it's an odd film. It's very, what? COVID. Yeah, got the, I got the big C. The other big C. Um, no, it's just a very odd film. Yeah. 
it's just yeah i don't know i didn't like this it was just uh, what did you think i i think i gave this to you kind of thinking like wonder what ro would think i i watched it it was one of those things that came on netflix and um so i watched it like a while ago but i remember thinking like it was interesting there were a few laughs in there but yeah i mean it's i wouldn't say it's a full-on comedy um and i think i liked it for just it being a little bit random and something different and maybe i was watching Mm. like a lot of the same sort of thing and it just kind of broke it up and i do i think definitely having all of the characters uh played by those specific actors because i am a bit like i'm a big fan of pretty much most of the cast um yeah oh yeah the cast is solidly so i think i enjoyed it because i enjoy watching them but i know what you mean i think there are parts of this film that are just like almost sort of just for the sake of it almost like you know Bill Murray and Adam Driver not speaking to each other for about a minute on screen and it's just like are we so you know I it's like oh yeah cool I get it but you know can we just sort of add something to this you know like you can put a little bit of salt and pepper on it like you don't have to kind of you know I understand your pacing yeah 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 no I was watching it like and I was thinking to just the kind of film that like film students would just like just go on and on about it. it's like oh my god it's amazing because you know films just were trying to like you know impress their mates by being all arty and you know watching films yeah. that aren't mainstream and all I, I i i just watched it going oh, back in the day all those knob ends in film school would have loved this like you know because you know back then the, my class was full of them yeah when i was in college and people were just like oh my god it's so you know just people who would like love odd things just because they thought it meant they were being super intelligent about film, like you know. Yes. Um, and this kind of this film kind of reminded me of that, you know, people who you know love that kind of shit, like you know. Not to say that it's like awful or anything. It's not awful. Yeah. It's, it kept me watched till the end. Like it's just odd, not particularly funny, and weird for the sake of being weird. Yeah. Yeah. That's parts. definitely it. So, yeah. Not your cup of tea at all not particularly no, no. yeah like i said i had to lean into more of the funny because it, it, it like it like i mean even, i'm looking at the poster here now even the poster sort of like throws back to the like the, the the old horror films of the 50s and 60s like you know the schlocky b movie stuff like you know yes and kind of had it leaned into that more it probably would have been a bit more enjoyable but like i, I think, said it, yeah. it was it was too focused on being odd for being odd sake like you know or odd for being odd odd yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. But odd for the, I think as well, odd for the sake of it. a lot of these films are, I mean, when you look at trailers for some of these films, I mean, they are completely just not what the film is about. And I think for mm. some of, especially any film recently made with Bill Murray, he has not done like an actual proper comedy in, in a long time, but he's always in a lot of trailers they kind of put like one or two really funny that they just happen to be funny scenes uh, in trailers. And it's like, oh, wow, this looks yeah. hilarious. 
And then it's like a two hour, quite a drama driven <laughs> film. And you're like, where? Yeah. And those the bits funny of the Bill Murray. Like, yeah. 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 Um, so it's kind of one of those things as well, I think, too, that like um, definitely the marketing has a bit of play uh, into sort of the reaction. I think some some of these films get. Mm. Or the mm. expectation rather than yes. the, yeah, it can kind of be built up to be like, oh, wow, this is like just this mad ensemble. And then it's like, oh, I think mm. um, what's your man's name who directed the or he's directed. I don't know if it's out in Ireland yet. The French connection. Um. Or sorry, not the French connection. The French dispatch. Or the what the fuck are we talking about? The um (laughs) is it not the you know he's like the the big uh the fantastic Mr. Fox, the that director. Oh uh Wes Anderson? Yes. Is that who you're talking about? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So he's like another massive ensemble cast with big players. Uh, director and he uses very similar actors in all of his uh, films like I saw this graph recently of um, like literally just uh, like very famous actors and and then it had like um, you know how many Wes Anderson movies they had actually been in and it was uh, it was very good Um, Mm. but yeah so but I think he kind of I don't know. Maybe it's just, I just prefer his movies, but Jim Jarmusch does use the same kind of actors and big ensemble cast as well in his. So it's just yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Bill Murray's the the big connecting dot there, isn't he? Because Bill Murray's in all of that and Wes Anderson stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah, I find it just a very convincing uh, theory online that all of Wes Anderson's films are set in the same universe. Apparently, like. The star of one film is the kid in this other film. Okay. It's so a, what about it's, the... it's a big thing. You should look it up. So Fantastic Mr. Fox is <laughs> how is that? Yeah, uh, we don't we don't care. I don't think that's oh, yeah, the yeah. theory. It's just not that. That's just not part of the fan theory. Okay. Or maybe it is. Maybe it is, but they're the yeah. maybe, we don't know. Yeah. That's that they're that's how the animals are in Wes Anderson's world. Hmm, maybe. Do you know? Maybe. Well, and the thing with the dogs and the dog island. Yeah, that's not connected either. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hmm. Okay, well, fair enough. I don't know what I was called. So you hated it. That's fine. Not going to take it personally at all. Mm-hmm. Fuck you. Mm. Um, <laughs> great. Well, let's go on to my... Um, what was my other choice? Uh, hmm. I've actually totally forgotten what I, what I gave you because it's been a while. Sir, I, oh, you gave me Happy Death Day or From Hell. Oh, yes. And I yes, chose yes. From Hell. Yay. <laughs> Sounds so excited. I mean, yay. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um so if you're like oh that sounds familiar but i can't remember what it's about holly well don't worry don't worry mm. don't worry guys 
I've I've uh, I've got you. Ali's got you covered. So from hell um, is a two thousand and one movie. Twenty years old. I know that's grim, isn't it? Twenty years ago. Twenty years ago. Just (sighs) yeah, let that yeah rest there. Like in my mind, 1990 is still 10 years ago. Yeah, I know. Because I was thinking of World Cup in 1990. That was only 10 years ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well done, Rob. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> I'm so old. Anyway, so, so 20 years ago, this film came out. 20 years ago, this film came out. Looks, It looks mm-hmm. well, I have to say. Obviously, the big notice, n- notable thing is just that um, like Johnny Depp looks, you know, like he's just done what's eating Gilbert Grape as opposed to, um, you know, bloated, you know, drinking his body weight and alcohol. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. it's uh directed by the Hughes brothers, so they're the twins who directed Menace to Society and Dead Presidents in the 90s, mm-hmm. um, and sure the did. book of Eli as well. And have you seen that? The Book of Eli. I, I'm pretty sure. I think I have seen the Book of Eli. Very, very good. Denzel really good Washington, yeah. 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 Um, and so, but in 2005, then the twins went their separate way. Mm. So they did. Dramarama. There. Yes. I, you know, I don't know what else. We can only speculate as to what happened. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um. So in the movie. Uh, we first of all we kind of meet the sex worker Mary Kelly she's played by Heather Graham and she's got this really fake dyed red hair and she's got this terrible cockney accent pretty much like this in it mm. I, <laughs> lie, I forgot she was in this <laughs> Yeah. I know she's a pretty prominent role, but I actually forgot it was Heather Gray with a shit Irish accent or the English accent. She's a terrible English accent, yeah. Um, and it actually, it's almost so terrible, and you're just like, could you not have just gotten an English actress to do this? Because, like, I know, do you know yeah. what I mean? I just don't understand <laughs> why been, like, American films do that. If it's like, in fairness to Johnny Depp, he does an absolute amazing uh, English accent. I'm not English, but hmm. from what it sounds like, it's pretty spot on. It's yeah. pretty good. And it's, good. Um, it's convincing enough. He does an excellent Irish accent, actually. Do you know the film Chocolat? Um, and it has Is he Julia, Irish? Man? He's an Irish traveler in that. But he pretty much plays like, oh, with the, okay. he, yeah, he pretty much has like a sort of an Irish country, g- generic kind of Irish country accent. But it's actually yeah. amazing. He, he does a, it's just it was the first Irish accent I I had seen by an American going like actually that's pretty spot on. okay so we meet Heather Graham so she's a sex worker Mary Kelly and then we meet her kind of group of friends who are also sex workers as well and they're just basically living out a terrible existence in London in 1888 so that's when um, all of these murders in Whitechapel uh, start happening. Um, so one of her friends 
um, you just basically see her getting taken away and then obviously stabbed and God knows what else because all of these murders are really disgusting. Um, mm. And but actually a lot of the violence in this movie is literally done in the shadows. So it's it's almost kind of like, I guess, true to the truth true story as in you know because people didn't really know how things were done and obviously there's no there Mm. wasn't any forensic stuff back then so um all of everything is very speculative into what actual you know how how things were were done anyway so one of heather graham's um sex worker friends was uh stabbed and killed and then we meet um, the Whitechapel Police Department. So that's when we first get to see uh, Johnny Depp playing Aberline. And he is the police inspector in charge of the case. So, well, at the beginning, it's just the one murder. And then it's then basically Heather Graham's group of, of sex worker friends are slowly literally kind of getting murdered one by one Mm. and this is true to the case of jack the ripper as well there was you know there were just kind of women around that area so you know um even though not like there's not like tons and tons out there about like all of them but um there is a Obviously, there was a link there because they were all in working the one area, so they would have passed like most probably known each other. And um, so yeah, so then uh, we meet, yeah, so Johnny Depp's character is um, police inspector Aberline. He's gets intrigued by these cases, and we also meet uh, Robbie Coltrane's character, who's Sergeant Peter Godley. And they basically team up, um, Coltrane and, and Depp basically kind of team up and, and kind of uh, try and solve this because all the powers that be uh, like just appear to be like, oh, they're prostitutes, you know, whatever. Um, we've got like more important things to do. We don't want to be making a scandal out of this, yada, yada. Mm. So um, just the way. Some of, yeah. Exactly. So just the way some of the um, the stabbings and then obviously like there's removal of organs and stuff. So uh, Johnny Depp goes and visits uh, Sir William Gull, who's played by Ian Holm. And he's the chief physician to the royal family. So he's like obviously very knowledgeable about anatomy and stuff. And this is the time where like lobotomies and, you know, science and medicine is like really uh, getting started. So um, mm. Johnny Depp goes to him and just kind of tries to like see, you know, would a normal person be able to do this or, you know, all those kind of stuff. And then he finds out that William Gull is a Freemason. And... um as more murders start to happen um Depp then suspects there's Freemason uh activity to do with the crime because there's certain 
things and little kind of elements in the murders that he's like, oh, that might be like something to do with that. But yeah. Um, then the so basically in this story, the Hughes brothers have decided that Sir William Gull is actually Jack the Ripper. And yeah. in the story that, uh, or sorry, I'm like totally all over the place. Um, so <laughs> William Gull, who's like Ian Helm, who's the uh, chief physician, he is blamed and, you know, they say that he's Jack the Ripper and they give him a lobotomy and they send him to an actual institution to live out the remaining of his days. And that's it. Short and sweet with the ending (laughs) given away as well. So just to let you know. But it was interesting. Yeah, spoiler alert. A bit late. (laughs) Oh, yeah, spoiler. Um, Well, it's 2000. It's a 20-year-old film. So I'm like, if you... But the thing is, though, it's actually interesting, though, all the little nooks and crannies in this film because... I mean, obviously, it's a it's um, a story, you know, like it's an old story, but it's still a crime that's, you know, people are really interested in um, and even unsolved. Up to this day and unsolved. Yeah. Exactly. So it was interesting that they they've pinned it on William Gull. So I went looking. And you done little, uh, done little detective work yourself, did you? Mm. Yeah. And so Johnny Depp's character, Frederick Aberline, is actually the real guy. He's the real, mm. like, police inspector that was looking after the investigation. And William Gull is the real chief physician to the royal family as well. Mm. But when I looked into William goals actual real life it's not him exactly though people think that it is him and because obviously he has all that medical like knowledge and you know um because there are people who thought like oh maybe it was i mean even in the in the movie there were people that were like oh it's a butcher like butcher or uh you know some kind of person craftsman or whatever because like mm. he was very then, efficient with the blade now yeah. yeah but then like you know where is the where are all the different organs like you wouldn't know that so um so they were like it has to be some kind of doctor or some kind of person with medical training um so then in where is it in 1970 so there's this guy, Thomas Stowell, and he published an article in The Criminologist entitled Jack the Ripper, A Solution? Question mark. And Stowell was um, a junior in college. I'm getting this from Wikipedia, this bit. Um, he was a junior in college to Dr. Theodore Dyke Ackland. So Dr. Theodore Dyke Ackland is actually Gull's son-in-law. 
And he alleges that one of Gull's patients was the Whitechapel murderer. And he refers to the killer as S throughout the article without ever identifying him. But the identity of S is widely presumed to be Prince Albert Victor, Duke of Clarence and Avondale, Mm. um, who was Queen Victoria's grandson and obviously heir to the throne. Um, Have you heard of that? Uh, yeah, I, I, I saw an articles and all that sort of stuff and read it in, in, in school, like, you know, that it was always heavily implied that it was a member of the royal family who had would, would gotten away with it, essentially. Yeah, because, um, so, so Prince Albert had caught syphilis uh, while touring the world. And then that was thought to bring on a sort of the insanity which led to the murders but mm. I mean you don't know if that one led to the other you can only speculate but um, yeah. yeah because uh, so the prince was placed in a private mental institution and then he escaped which actually had the same timeline as the uh, most brutal murder of Mary Jane Kelly and then mm. um then he died after after that because of some kind of pneumonia. But so mm. like time time wise and all of that, it kind of checks out with Prince Albert. So there you go. There you go. Yeah, we've solved it, guys. Yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't even worry about it. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. I, I looked at this. I looked at this five minutes before we recorded and I've think i'm right so i think you cracked it i think you cracked it thank you so what what did you think of the film (laughs) itself it's like you know your sleuthing skills (laughs) yeah exactly well because i really love like a good crime uh sort of a yeah i mean i was i was into it but um yeah so basically johnny depp's character and mary kelly uh, get together and um, I don't know I just kind of like I sort of felt like that was unrealistic turns out that was actually a real thing and they did actually get together but um, I just kind of I thought it was it could have definitely been about half an hour uh, shorter how long was this does mm. it say on IMDb um, mm. because it was just over two hours. Yeah, I just felt it yeah. was very long when I was watching it. I, I think I might have even, um, I could have even paused it or something, but I it w- I just felt it was very long. But mm. I did enjoy it and it was an interesting watch, even though it was actually quite difficult to watch in some parts because even though there is some violence that is, literally in darkness in the shadows Mm. there's still a lot that is open and it's just like oh god you know like yeah yeah, it is it's actually very gruesome and even if it's not even if it's in and it's out of sight you can still hear so it's probably just more gruesome because of that yeah uh which is a good you're you're, um, you're imagining the worst yeah it's a it's a good it's a good uh, sort of skill to have for low budget because you know 
that's much easier to produce than a visual effect. Mm. Uh, In terms of the look, like because it's based on a graphic novel by uh, Alan Moore, another Alan Moore graphic novel. Um, yes, he, he was he was responsible for Watchmen and which we covered in a previous episode. Um, but in, in, in terms of the look, the Hughes brothers definitely took huge inspiration from the book because the, 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 the way the panels are drawn in the book could be like storyboards for the film. Like it's that similar, like, so they, they yeah. definitely took the source material. Like, you know. I didn't really feel like I was watching a graphic novel though. Uh, mm, that's the thing with Alan Moore though. He always does these real, you know, obscure kind of, stories and turns them into graphic novels like stuff that you wouldn't normally think of as comic books or graphic novels he mm. sort of that's his sort of forte like or was when he was making them like yeah but, um, I yeah I thought it was it looked grand uh, <laughs> yeah I guess there were a few kind of cool scenes um, but yeah, it, it like it didn't strike me as anything visually like, oh, wow, like that was so cool, <laughs> you know, because like in fairness, it was yeah. pretty much a drama. It's all wasn't dark. It? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And there is. Yeah, I guess I well, I guess probably that for the graphic novel, in fairness, in terms of like the the shadow, what you see in the shadows and um, and what you see kind of mm. out and about in the light. Indeed, indeed. It's not scary if it's broad daylight, you know. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, no, it's definitely, it actually is worth a watch. I hadn't seen it before. And uh, I would, if anyone kind of is interested in a bit of Jack the Ripper story, um, it's definitely, it's definitely like interesting in that aspect as well. Um, mm. So, Yeah. And yeah, like that's yeah, the thing. That's... It's not like I'm giving away a spoiler by saying the ending, but it's, I mean, you know, it's, it's an intriguing it's a... watch nonetheless. And I think yeah. everyone knows that the Jack the Ripper thing finishes up anyway. So. Yeah. Um, but um, yeah, no, it's a good watch and it's, uh, it's on the Netflix. It know? is on, on Netflix. Netflix. Oh, no, it's not. No, actually, it's on Disney. Oh, that's right. Disney. Sorry. Yeah. It's on Disney. Right. Yeah. Because yeah. I was like, I was going around through them and I was like, oh. And then I was like, oh, no, it's on Disney. So, yeah. Or I'm pretty sure it's probably on other platforms. It might be on other things as well. No, I think it's Disney only because they, it's a Fox film and they own Fox and Disney are pretty. Oh, yeah, stringent. They're pretty cagey about that sort of stuff. um, Yeah, but there are certain things that are on other platforms. There are certain things that are doubling over because they would have had agreements with the studio oh, before for Disney certain took year. over. Yeah. Oh, uh, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, mm. but yeah, so there you go. There so, you go. But I guess that wraps up our Halloween season. Well, yes, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And we're going to be I'm doing our sick Christmas of... uh, films from now <laughs> for the next 12 weeks. So yeah. everyone strap not, in <laughs> and enjoy elf. all <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be elf for 12 weeks we're gonna go in deep we're gonna go deep into the theory yeah. around elf the making we'll try and get <laughs> some 
elf. We'll go into the fan theory that <sighs> elf, uh, Will Ferrell is actually just a crackhead who imagined the whole film. Is that a fan <laughs> so, theory? No, I just made that up. <laughs> oh, that would actually be a well believable fan know, right? theory, though. Yeah. 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 Eggs, I know. <laughs> Fake news. You've heard it here first. Everyone, you've heard it here yeah. first. Nice. I'm so gonna I'm so gonna I'm so gonna flesh that one out. Really. <laughs> just start tweeting it and then just be like and then just like watch it grow. Because people will yeah. be what people will be like hashtagging elf and then you know, then you're just like putting that stoke in that fire. Yeah, and the and the scene where he's like going around New York like even chewing him off the, the sidewalk and all he make, makes perfect sense that you know he's a cracker like, and, you know, so, there you go so, and then like working in the post room because like you know he might have that might actually be his job and yeah, then there you go <laughs> and then like you know just telling some random rich dude you're my dad crackhead behavior that is like you know it is it's fair yeah yeah, yeah that's true oh my god um no but we will have um maybe some like thrillers or something next week yeah or... we got we gotta change change it up for uh no more scary films ever no i'm sick of them i'm done yeah done until the next halloween at the very least so yeah or maybe the new year or something but, the new year yeah have, have, have a scary new year that sort of thing like yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe i don't know um <laughs> yeah cool but I think we will we will do our films for each other um, offline, and then we yeah. so it'll be a major surprise for you guys listening next week. Indeed, indeed, it will. Cool. Well, sure. Um, yeah. yeah, be sure to uh, drop us a message if you want to suggest any films or TV shows at Why Did You Podcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at why did you podcast and yeah that's about it so have a great week everybody all right talk to you later guys Bye. bye